Hello and welcome to Finding Your North Star, the HGKC podcast series where we talk to business people about their experiences and challenges of innovation. I'm Peter Quintana. I'm delighted to welcome today Kate McEwen, owner of Lotus Reflexology and Holistic Approach to Foot Care. Welcome, Kate. Hi. Um, so we we met at BNI in Bristol, where we're both now members. Uh, and I must confess, I I knew nothing about reflexology when you uh, before you joined, really. But I was very impressed when you gave your first presentation and started to talk about the science behind the practice. You're clearly somebody who's both passionate and deeply interested in what you do. And I also know that you think people should love their feet more. What what was it that got you interested in reflexology in the first place? Um, Well, thank you. I became interested in reflexology because I've always been interested in complementary types of healthcare. Um, I've always been interested in the concept that you could help people through other means than traditional methods, such as just taking tablets or going through the normal routine of a series of tests, MRI scans, x-rays, etc. I've had people in my life, in my family, who've suffered from long-term illnesses. And although they were very well helped by the NHS, um, often that was more in terms of managing pain rather than looking for any resolution or any easing of symptoms. Mm. Yeah. And reflexology, when um, when I came across it and I learned more about it, was one of the complementary therapies that seem to be more contained. Um, when you go to some types of complementary therapy, you'll be treated for certain things um, and there'll be a specific focus in the treatment. Whereas with reflexology, we accent the treatment every um, session so that it's always weighted slightly more in favour of what the particular problems are. But the whole point of it is that we work on everything so that if you're working on a symptom such as severe migraines, um, it doesn't matter if the migraines are being caused by hormonal dysfunction, digestive problems or postural problems, because you'll work on the skeletal system, the digestive system and the endocrine system. So you'll be tackling all the potential root causes. um, And so you're much less likely to miss something. Whereas a, a, a drug therapy is tendons, it tends to focus on, on, a, on a narrower range of cause, I suppose. Um, well, they tend to focus on relieving symptoms. So um, yeah. if you have back pain, you'll tend to be your, the, the normal pathway to go to a GP. You will start off by prescribing you medication. And that sometimes works. Sometimes that's all you need is a little bit of relief from pain to let the symptoms resolve. But yeah. often it doesn't, and then you might be um, suggested to go for physiotherapy. And if that then didn't work, you might be um, sent for tests such as MRI scans or x-rays. Um, so it's, um, it, it's quite focused on symptom relief rather than looking at underlying causes. Yeah, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a also a piecemeal, almost step-by-step approach, isn't it? So. Yes, and it can take a condition which might be quite simple and it can elongate the sort of process mm. quite, quite mm. severely. Okay, you, you describe your business as an ethical approach to foot care. Uh, But this is not just about your approach to your business, is it? Uh, Ethics is something that permeates your whole approach to life, from what you eat to your thoughts about air travel even. Has this always been your way of life? Um, 
I would say probably. I was brought up in a quite an ethical family. Um, they, uh, my parents tended to um, live their lives along quite strong principles. And so I was brought up in an environment, for example, where we didn't buy things from South Africa because of the apartheid regime. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, that was very much something that was just in our lives, that those decisions were made based on what was best rather than necessarily what was comfortable. Mm. And I've, I've just kind of, it's always been a habit in a way. Um, although I have my own opinions now, um, and I've, I've diverged quite considerably from some of the ideas that my parents held, I still tend to sort of make judgments based on ethics rather than necessarily personal comfort. Okay, interesting. I, I think, um, I, I do think, I, I, I recall back my, my parents, particularly my mother, had quite strong principles as well, and it's, it's, it's interesting how those become embedded isn't it even as you grow up and become an adult in your own right it's still something that you carry forward um well, yeah and there's a there's another aspect to it is that um often ideas that are seen as unusual or fringe or and um, the ideas of the outliers if you like yeah often, um are actually indicators of what will be more conventional thinking in 30 40 50 years time um, you see that in healthcare with smoking, where in the 50s, if you could go to your GP with a cough and you could prescribe a cigarette, even <laughs> though at the time there was scientific evidence against smoking for health benefits. Yes. Um, but any kind of reaction against that was seen as just, you know, quite crazy, really. Um, whereas now, um, in this country particularly, we would not think, it's very uncommon to have someone think, that smoking is actually a benefit in your life. Most people, even smokers, do see it as a negative. Um, so yeah. sometimes it's helpful to look at ideas that aren't quite so conventional. Yeah, yeah. We'll come back to that um, that, that particular question in a moment. But um, so you've you've recently become one of our clients. You joined our growth bootcamp in May, uh, and I know you have ambition for your business, but you're also very careful to make sure you take steps in a measured way, aren't you? What prompted you to join bootcamp? Um, well, I've been through the process of business coaching in the past when my business has needed sort of a bit of an injection of impetus to grow. Um, so I'm, I'm a strong believer in the concept that every business, that every entrepreneur needs to have um, support at various times in their business um, in the form of some kind of coaching. Um, at the moment in my business, I don't feel I need personally a business coach, but I knew I would benefit from being able to mix with peers and um, larger and smaller businesses than my own, um, which would give me a different perspective on the current issues and the way I'm trying to grow my business. Yeah. And in fact, it has proved that I've gained some really valuable insights just from mixing with other people that are growing in different ways. Yeah, I mean, we're really interested in the idea of bringing business owners together in those those kind of peer learning environments. What what would you like to have achieved by the end of Bootcamp or by the time you think Bootcamp has delivered what you want it to deliver for you? Well, um, what I'm really aiming for in Bootcamp is um, my business is very much concentrated on the therapy side at the moment, which is quite limiting. It, it means that there's a limit to um, how widely 
I can spread what you might consider my business mission. Um, so the things that I'm looking at in boot camp are ways that I can spread that more widely on a national and international level mm. um, through various different platforms, some of which will be sort of social media oriented and some of which will be providing supporting products for people um, and education on you know, how they can actually help themselves rather than always relying on private practitioners or um, NHS Healthcare. Your plans, I know the, the, on, the online platform is, is one of your plans, but having your own products on that online platform rather than, than bringing in or white labeling other people's products is, is really one of the key um, planks of what you're trying to achieve. And that, uh, you, were, you were saying the other day that your online shop is close to being launched now. Yes, it is. It's quite, um, it's quite a positive step, really. Um, yeah. And it does show that once you actually have the space um, and the freedom to focus on something without interruption, um, things can happen really quite quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be very good. Yeah. Good. Yes, it's exciting. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I said uh, at, at the beginning of this interview that when we first met, I didn't really know anything about reflexology, let alone understand how much it could be a part of a remedial process, not just for foot pain, but for all sorts of other pain relief as, as well as helping with fertility. I know you've had some case studies where you've been working with uh, women that, that are looking to conceive. I, I know now, partially through personal experience and partially through the testimonials and, and the success stories, how effective your treatments really are. How, how do you approach getting your message across to what sometimes must feel like quite a cynical world? Well, there are two sides to that, really. In, in some ways, I don't. Uh, in some ways, I don't aim to... Um, I don't try and convince people that are absolutely determined um, not to find any value in complementary health um, therapy. I don't think that it's a very good use of my time. Mm. Um, there are a lot of um, scientists out there who, for very good reasons, um, because of the lack of research into subjects like reflexology and acupuncture, um, don't consider them to have any therapeutic value and are quite close-minded about that. And I don't see myself as being in a position to influence that at the moment, so I don't waste my time on it. However, um, mainly the reason that there aren't um, peer-reviewed double-blind scientific trials into therapies like the one that I practice is because that those kind of trials are largely funded by really massive drug companies, what they call mm. Big Pharma, mm. and they have no interest in funding smaller studies into therapies which might prove that you don't always need to take um, certain types of tablets to resolve certain issues. Um, so that's a fight that is a really large-scale fight, which isn't probably a very good use of any individual's time at the moment. Um, however, when I do um, talk to business groups, what I like to try and show is I, I, I look at current scientific studies, um, especially ones that deal with subjects like the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system, um, because there are a lot of studies at the moment that are showing how um, the interaction of cortisol, adrenaline, the stress response in the body has a massive impact on um, individuals' likelihood of developing 
certain diseases like heart disease, um, smaller conditions like colds, and other, other things. And if you look at those studies and you look at the way they're being researched at the moment, um, if people are prepared to take a leap that reflexology might be of benefit to them, then um, those studies are useful because reflexology is a therapy that works on the parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. Yeah. Works specific reflexes to try and bring um, those hormones, adrenaline, cortisol, into balance, minimize inflammation in the body. And so there's, um, there's a link, if you would like to look at it, in terms of the way that science is starting to demonstrate the effects on the body of um, being overstressed and that kind of raging cortisol running through the body. And, and the possibility that there might be therapies that can calm that down. And so I like to talk about those ideas to show people that if they're prepared to give a treatment like reflexology a try, this is why it might be beneficial and this is how it might be working. Yeah. We still need people to fund those kind of trials and to show that actually it might actually really have scientific value. But until they do, all we can do is show where the possibility is and show where science and therapy might meet in mm. the future when we can do something about proving it. Are, are there places online that people listening to this could go to find out more about, about those links? Um, well, my website has a little bit of information. At the moment, yeah. I'm sort of I'm looking through studies and trying to find the, the most valuable ones and turn them, you know, into something that is more readable. So there are um, some blogs on my website that have limited information about some of these things. Um, that's part of one of the processes that I'm working on at the moment mm. to try and, try and expand that information a bit. And the, and the website's lotusreflexology.co.uk? Yes, that's right. Excellent. Okay. Um, what, what makes you, I mean, you talk about having a, a holistic and uh, ethical approach to, to foot care. What, what makes your approach different from your competitors? Because I, even though this is a, it, this is a bit of an alternative um, uh, um, um, approach, there are, quite a lot of people that are offering either reflexology or other forms of alternative uh, um, care. How, how, do you, how do you stand out from those people? What makes you different from those people? Um, well, I think it's in, in two ways. The first way is that I market myself as working exclusively with people with complicated long-term health problems. Yeah. Um, I've been working as a reflexologist for 16 years, and that's 16 years of practical work with clients, but also 16 years of supplementary research and CPD work. And I don't, um, the reflexology treatment is generally a very relaxing treatment, um, but I try to position myself as someone that you would not, you would not find a treatment like mine in spa or a beauty salon. Um, I'm, I'm not like those kind of therapists. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's not what you'll get when you come to me. You'll, when you come to me for a treatment, you will um, have a treatment which is very much focused on working on health issues. And the second way I position myself differently, or I stand out perhaps from my competitors, is that I have a larger mission. Um, while I work directly with clients, that's not the end of what I see myself doing. I think that there is um, there's a gap 
in the way people feel about their feet and the knowledge that they have about mm -hmm. um, issues on their feet. And I see part of my role as a business owner to try and spread more information about how you can help yourself, about how um, working with your feet can help your health. And, and just getting people to recognize that it's one of the most important parts of your body. Um, if you didn't have your feet, you would very much notice them in terms of not being able to walk. Most also, certainly would. Yeah, but, but in a larger way, you know, they really can be a way of working with your health. And um, you, even people who um, are perfectly healthy, if they develop a corn on a certain part of their feet, they will very, very quickly notice that that has um, a life-limiting effect because mm. they will, their walking will be impaired and they may even develop back problems just because they have to adjust the way their skeleton holds them to accommodate the pain. So, yeah. 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 Okay. That's, that's really good. I can certainly testify to the, to the uh, relaxation um, side of, uh, of, of, uh, of your treatments because uh, having, having been through a, program of reflexology with you uh, last year when when I was involved in moving home and all sorts of other things it did it did I noticed very uh, very much that it made a, a, a significant difference for me and I'd also had a uh, a shoulder injury from doing too much lifting of packing cases last summer as well didn't I and it was the kind of the combination yeah. of those two things and I I thought the reflexology program had a had a very significant made a very significant contribution to my uh, recovery from that so it was really good. So I want to thank you for that. Um, so I, I guess that, that, that seems to be a good place in which to end this conversation, um, Kate. It, it remains for me to thank you for joining us. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you. It always is. Um, you can find out more about reflexology and Kate's approach by visiting Kate's website at www.lotusreflexology.co.uk. Uh, or you could also read her book, A Single Step, which I think is available off your website, isn't it, Kate? Um, it will be once the online shop is up. Um, at the moment, it's available on Amazon. Okay, from Amazon. Okay, A Single Step, uh, written by Kate McEwen, um, definitely well worth reading from Lotus Foot Health Publications. Um, so if you'd like to find out more about how we approach innovation, you can listen to other podcasts and download our white paper called Finding Your North Star from our website. That's www.hdkc.co.uk. Thank you very much for listening and goodbye.